0: Although, um, another thing that kind of reminded me of the radio show is some of the people I knew from Sanford who have graduated have started this cabaret series called Songs from Separation. And it's amazing. It's like people performing songs from Broadway shows and original poems and original songs about the, about all that's going on and proving that that faith and hope for the future can still go on.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Jesus and Juliet, episode 13. I am here with Grayson Fisk. Hello. And um, we are going to talk a little bit about, um, your story and your journey and, and also, um, dive into a little bit about what's happening right now. Cause that definitely pertains to you. And so we'll hear a little bit about that, but can you just, um, briefly tell us a little bit about you right now, like what's going on?
0: So, um, you're talking about currently in the present time,
1: just like, yeah. Are you a student? Like what you're, you know, oh, if you were just yeah. going to give a rundown of you.
0: <laughs> so hi, I'm Grayson. I'm a theater major at Stanford University. And um, you know, for our past guest, Zoe, I'm her exact same major. I'm a theater major with an acting and directing concentration. And honestly, I've really enjoyed it so far, but I did actually have an opportunity come up on me to work at Disney World, and it really was amazing, but because of all this happening, it was cut short. So I was in Florida from January 11th to March 16th, exactly. And I did some working in between and it really was a blast. My role was guest flow operator, which is basically uh, we had to you know, help make sure the lines are moving well in the new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway ride, which has been amazing because I had no idea I would get this new ride that was just going to open in the middle of my program. And also I got to work at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which was a lot of fun. I got to kind of learn a little bit about how to be a Star Wars character and do some different kind of interactions with guests and character and it was amazing and the costumes we got to wear were a lot of fun that's and super cool yeah, it was a lot of fun that's and super cool. yeah i miss it already
1: yeah i mean sometimes so, i
0: have to break if people don't understand but it was so fun yeah. kind of being a star wars character for a little while
1: go ahead and start us off at the beginning um and tell us a little bit about how your faith started? Um, You know, were you younger? Were you older? Um, And kind of, let's get to know you and your faith journey a little bit.
0: So I was raised in a Christian home, but honestly, my faith has been everywhere. It's had, it's had its high points, it's had its mountains, and it's had its deserts. You know, like, I mean, I definitely had that childlike faith in the beginning. And then, Middle school, it was totally rocky. I'm like, oh, God can't be for me, even though I believe in him. And I believe in the beauty of the cross, and I hold on to that. But I, I don't know if he's coming through for me at this time. And then I kind of, I felt it a little bit less in high school, but it was still there. And then college just blew me away because God's saying, here, here's a place where you belong that made all of that waiting worth it. and. Yes, like I said, I I've, I've had highs and lows, but right now I'm just working on trusting him and I'm doing an amazing Bible study with Lisa Turkers called Trustworthy with my mom and oh, it's wow. been it's been absolutely amazing and you know, I'm kind of learning through just trying to read the Bible as much as I can. I'm doing a reading plan right now to try to see where I can put my faith into different aspects of my world. Yeah. Just trying to see God through everything and praise him for it.
1: Go ahead and start us off with where you first fell in love with the stage. Um, I love hearing about um, the way that people got into theater because it's always like really diverse.
0: (laughs) Yes. So I was Four years old, which is the minimum age that you can be to enter the local professional theater in the Houston area, and my grandma took it upon her to take me to see Oliver. I still have the playbill, and I just remember, I seriously distinctly remember the very first moments of it, like the lighting, the scenery, everything. I don't know why, but I just do, and I'm like, wow, this is it. This is where I should be right now. And Yeah, it's pretty amazing. (laughs) And then I just kept seeing a bunch of shows and very naively in first grade, I asked for a speaking part in a show and it's online, but it's called Dinosaur Valley, a musical about dinosaurs and ecology or something. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's a pretty interesting title. I just knew it as Dinosaur Valley, but it was a ton of fun. I still remember, like I don't know why, I still remember the exact manner in which I said all my lines. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> <It's> still on. <laughs> uh, I tried. It's okay. And, yeah, and um, I'm, and I'm seriously looking back, like, oh, that's a great emotional arc, or oh, Grayson, honey. Don't emphasize that word, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's just its just so fun to look back at. And then I started doing a bunch of shows and really enjoying them.
1: So did you have theater in your middle school? Let's
0: see. So during middle school, I did a couple of shows outside of school. And I only did one with my school. But then high school, we got a great director that did all these musicals. So I was Nancy in Bye Bye Birdie. I was JoJo in Seussical. I was an ensemble member in Year of Good Man, Charlie Brown. And then the next musical I had to drop out of for college auditions. So it it's really been a blast to right. get to learn all that stuff in high school. But then I went to college, and it blew me away. The education was amazing. Right, right. When what, At
1: what point when you were in – high school or maybe you always knew that you were going to pursue this in college
0: mm, I've always really wanted to I just thought oh I should I should do musical theater not straight theater but I was chosen specifically for the straight theater major and I'm like all right god I'll try yeah. to take that on because I feel like acting's my strong suit and boom it was amazing Yeah I filmed the straight plays I started reading them more Right it's absolutely incredible I've really enjoyed it. I've only done one show there. It was Miss Firecracker Contest. I was Popeye. It was the one-act play festival. It was amazing. Yeah. That's the only show I've actually done, but I've been doing some... I've run Spotlight for two shows. Yeah. One of them, Peter and the Starcatcher, closed a year ago today. And it was probably... The craziest thing I've ever done spotlight wise because I was just being thrown with all these cues and it was absolutely amazing to be able to make that magic on the stage because it was in the round. Right. So oh, wow.
1: That's super, a lot about super. that.
0: It was so yes. fun.
1: So how did, was there ever a point in your high school journey um, or college or both where you felt a definite conflict in between or between your faith and between your theater career, where things weren't lining up the way you wanted to, or you just um, were a little discouraged?
0: You know, I went to a Christian high school, so yes, um like I heard in your older episodes, yes, you do have to cut some things because mm-hmm. they're yeah. like you know, the staff of the school would probably kind of right <laughs> in a different way than it was actually meant to be portrayed. Right. So it, it's really, we really tried to make sure we just put out content that's really wholesome. There's probably a bunch of Christian plays back there, which is kind of a whole different story. There was more content flexibility, especially in the underground theater. And yeah, I felt like college was kind of stepping out a little bit more.
1: Mm-hmm. To the
0: world, even though it's still, uh, it's still kind of the Christian bubble, but it did feel a lot different. No uniforms. Right. i not, sure, not sure if your school has yeah. that, but. Yes, we do. Yes. Did you <laughs> so, feel
1: any sort of culture shock when you moved into the, um, even though I know Sanford is Christian, but did you feel any sort of culture shock moving into that theater program with the content and it being a little bit um, heavier?
0: It felt different. I was a little uncomfortable with it at first, but then I've kind of figured out that you kind of have to embrace it because we're telling stories about a broken generation. Mm-hmm. They don't always have to be, you know, happy and wholesome. It's, right. there's, you know, there are stories out there that kind of need to be told. Like last year we did a show about the uh, Sandy Hook shootings. Right. Yeah. And I wasn't in it, but I was part of the audition process. And we sat down and we had to talk about different things that we are passionate about. And I thought that was a really cool thing. Right. It was was just a really cool show. Yeah. So
1: let's fast forward a little bit to um, right now, you said that you were, so you were an intern at, was that Disney World? Yes, yes, okay, and I have been following you on Instagram for a while mm-hmm. um, and so I knew that you were a friend of zoe 's, and any friend of zoe 's is a friend of mine
0: oh yeah, um, I, I love her so on. much
1: yes, and so i I knew that you were doing that internship, and then I saw when it when you i don 't know if you, you would call it furloughed or you were laid off or whatever you would call it, but
0: what no, we um, joke about the laid off part? Yeah, <laughs>
1: kind of automatically, right? Um, but what there are so many feelings and thoughts going on right now. Um, but because this is a theater podcast, so let's stick to what you did at Disney World and, and all the people at Broadway. Like, how do you think how, did you feel affected by that um, on an emotional level to see? all these people that you worked with li- not have jobs anymore and to see the park closing, like what were those, what, what was that process and um like what happened and then what were you feeling about it?
0: Hmm. Well, I read an email that says that college programs were going to be terminated and I'm like, well, wait, what does that mean? Does that mean it's over? Oh, well, we'll just see what happens. And then I go into my shift and somebody says, Hey, um, so have you gone to the CP meeting yet? And I'm like, oh man, it really is over, isn't it? And everybody was just so sad. Everybody was hugging and exchanging numbers, and it was just really sad. Right. And everybody was disappointed. And, you know, it's not wrong to feel like you've really enjoyed for the past couple months being taken away like that is really, really tough.
1: How much longer did you have?
0: So my last shift was on March 15th, and I was supposed to end May 21st. Oh, you
1: had a long time. Yes, oh, it Wow. did. Yeah. So when you um, – I'm going to assume that you heard about Broadway.
0: Yes, that was tough.
1: Right. What I know that whenever I heard that, I actually um, – one of my teachers who – She's a theater teacher at the school that I teach at, and I think she is the first one to say something to me, and I remember feeling just so heavy and so just upset about the people and the actors and the technicians and all of the, um, you know, house staff and all of those people who would end up lose advertising i mean it's such a huge thing that would be losing their jobs what did you feel when you heard about that like what were your thoughts
0: you know i was just thinking this is such a long running business it never really stops the show must go on as they say right. but now seeing that everything is taken away from them i'm i'm sure it's really hard i'm sure some of the people in Involved in Broadway have gotten the virus. So, sure, it was safe to close, but I'm sure it was really tough on them. And I think all we should do is just pray for them, be empathetic, be real, and, um, you know, tell people what a good job they've been doing, nevertheless, and that they will get through it. That's even what they said in the email to us. We will get through this. Right. Yeah. And even Sanford, Sanford has stopped their face-to-face mm-hmm. classes starting a couple right. days ago and we had two main stage shows two underground shows a couple of capstones and the one act festival left that really was a lot yeah so we're, we're not sure what to do with
1: those yeah I um, we had it's funny because I s- saw Zoe two Thursdays ago or whenever you guys Amazing. all started kind of finding out, yeah, about school, about um, Sanford. I think she, it was like she had just found out that day or the day before, and she was on. They were on campus for spring break. Her and and Noah Stewart was also my student, and um and I remember seeing them. And honestly, I don't think it had hit me how big this was going to get. Like it kind of seemed almost like unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? Like, wow, why are these colleges closing for this and for a split second, we were like, "Oh, okay. Well, we're gonna get to go see shows. Like, we're so silly. Like, what a s- silly mindset we were in. Like, okay, is this just extra vacation? Like, we just really did not think it through. I, I, we were talking about going what shows we were gonna see when she was here, and it's, um, it's just crazy. And I hadn't seen her since, you know. Oh, and no, so, I'm
0: thinking, oh, at least I'm in Disney World. Yeah." what a place to
1: be. If I, yeah. It's just so crazy how it got so huge. And so just yeah important so fast. And we had the same thing. I had, I have two, um, two sets of senior directors. Um, two are working on one show and one is working on his show. And we just had that conversation yesterday where it was like, okay, this is what we're doing. The show must go on. And it makes me sad to think about Broadway because they yeah. can't go on, but we are, um, we are t- turning it into radio shows, which oh, is, that's so fun. yeah, which is so funny. Um, I mean, I hadn't even had that conversation and I'm posting this just tomorrow. Anyway, well, whatever. Um, the senior directors know, but we we really decided to focus in on what can we do. Okay, we can do this like remotely, but we want to do it well. Do you know what I mean? We want to do it. It was either we're going to potentially come back in May and we will have not rehearsed and lines will have gone by the wayside and it's really hard to keep working on this because they're also having to do their other classes like all online. And so oh. we can either come together and not do it super well, or we can change the format. And I mean, and we didn't even know if we were gonna see each other again, we still don't really. And so we're just gonna co- completely change the format and do it as a radio show. And I'm gonna put like sound effects and music and, um, and really work on their vocals because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> um, awesome. But it's, it's funny how it makes you think kind of outside the box a little bit. What's gonna happen? I, I just am really praying that those actors and you know everyone involved in the theater get to go back and um and perform again because I know how hard that must be and how 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 hard it must be for you to not be doing what you love and and be at Disney World doing that
0: exactly. Although um, another thing that kind of reminded me of the radio show is some of the people I knew from Sanford who have graduated have started this cabaret series called Songs from Separation. And it's amazing. It's like people performing songs from Broadway shows and original poems and original songs about the, about all that's going on and proving that that faith and hope for the future can still go on. And the first one is actually really, really cool. I love it. It was absolutely amazing. And a lot of the poetry was biblical. Wow. And there was one really amazing one about comparing, comparing what we're going, what's going on right now to the number 40 in the Bible, 40 days, 40 nights and keeping the, Faith during that period of waiting.
1: Oh my gosh. It so is this for crazy. the public?
0: Oh yes, it's on YouTube. There's it's also, on YouTube. There's also a Facebook page. Songs from Separation, a cabaret series. Shout out to anybody listening. You guys cool. are awesome.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that's really awesome. Um, do you have just any last minute thoughts or anything that you want to share with anyone listening that might be going through the same thing that you're going through?
0: I don't know. I would say, just try to keep your craft going. Keep keep reading plays. Keep looking at mm-hmm. monologues. Keep having fun. Right. There's nothing about being stuck inside your home that art can't fix. Right. Know, go, go watch a show. Go watch the actors. It's it's still um, you know, you're in kind of a small space, but that doesn't mean you can't make a big difference.
1: Right. Yeah, and there was something posted um, by Kiara, a former guest, in our Facebook group about an online acting class. And I know a lot of creatives um, are working to provide free classes and things like that for people to take um, while they're at home. So where can people find you?
0: Mm, So I am in the Facebook group, Sweet Zoe Invited Me. And then so I do have a private Instagram account. So if you if you did want to DM me like hey, I know you from Jesus and Juliet and I'd love to connect. My username and I don't think I'll change it because of, you know, Disney. It's Grayson's Galaxy, graysons.galaxy because we love working in Star Wars Land and I miss it.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and yeah, our group is growing and we w- welcome anyone to to join. Um, it is Jesus plus Juliet Circle and you can find it on Facebook. But thank you so much, Grayson, for being on here and talking to us.
0: Really appreciate it. Thank you so much.